called. Yeah. Yo, this is the He's the Pastor. I'm the Rapper Podcast. And I'm not the rapper. So we <laughs> I don't did know. The last two episodes, cuz was freestyling. I only dropped like one bar. Bro, but that's all you need. You drop more than some of these rappers that study rap. Oh. Yeah, are those shots? <laughs> I don't have no shots on my my, <laughs> my past, but you know what I mean? Uh I I got a bar. I have one bar. You actually spit three. I'm sitting. That was three bars. Three. He spit three last episode. So I'm like, I'm on Sea Breeze. I got three bars. Yeah. I dig it. Okay. <laughs> you just spit a bar. I hey. just made your whole four bars. There we go. Four bar stanza. Yo, we we recorded last week an episode about uh, the relationship between hip hop or excuse me, the relationship between artists, right? Yeah. And the church. And after that, we actually connected with one of our really good friends Lamar Riddick and he called into the pod and we got a chance to hear his point of view so we're gonna drop that right yeah now we'll live forever you want me to tell you what I'm, Lamar Riddick is calling me right now pick up the phone I wish you could tap it in and like Bluetooth. do it bro hold on they, they do this on the podcast I listen to they like Bluetooth it to the speaker or something all right y'all Lamar, Lamar Riddick, Riddick. He's a hip hop artist. What's up, bro? We are recording the podcast right now. And you're on it. Hey, can I send you that over right now, bro? I had a funeral to attend yesterday. You said what? I had a funeral to attend. Oh, so I was, man. I wasn't able to record the thing um, that, that you guys needed. No, um, but I have time right now to record it and send it to you if you still want it. It's all good, bro. We just recorded it. Oh, for We real, just recorded God. the pod. But you're, you're live on the pod right now, so you can say whatever you want. I thought you said you already recorded it. We, we recorded, we, but we're on a, we're recording a different episode. Yeah, so go ahead and talk. We can hear you. He can't hear me. Nah, hold on, hold on. Hey, call me right back because I can I can pipe you in. Okay. I, I, it's this is not organic at all, but we're we're still recording. So <laughs> again, so you guys are getting the podcast about nothing as you're getting a real live conversation. I ain't gonna say about nothing. This is very this is a very interesting conversation, at least to me. So um, okay. He's doing on. the technical difficulties. Oh, yo, are you still on? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh, can I you hear him? him? Yeah, he. Okay, he, he's in my left ear. Boom! You don't gotta call me back now. Can he hear me? I don't think he can hear me because he ain't answer. Can you hear Ty? I can. Yeah, we all both talking at the same time. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Ty. Can you hear me now, Lamar? Yeah. All right, back. All right, go ahead. Say what you about to say. You live on the podcast, my brother. Okay, so in regards to what you asked me the other day, right? Yes, sir. Okay, bet. All right. Yeah, man, so um, I thought about the question, um, you know, a lot. There's a lot of different angles you can take, and, and the question was, um, how does the church treat Christian hip-hop, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, but I think you have to look at it from two perspectives. Um, you have the church, which is like, unfortunately, the organization, right? Because there's a church organization that runs amok in the Western culture. Um, and then you have the body of Christ, right? Which is the true church. Um, and I think they both treat it differently. <laughs> um, I think for the body of Christ, you know what I'm saying? For people that are truly following Jesus, um, I think they embrace it. You know, I think they embrace it if you're doing it for the right intentions. And if, you're, if your heart for Jesus shows through your music, um, and you're transparent of who you are, I think they accept it. Now, when you look at like the older generation, you know, they may have a hard time coming around because rap was deemed evil, <laughs> you know, which I don't blame them because, you know, when it first came out, you know, they were talking about things that were going on that may have not been palatable 
uh, for that particular generation. Um, but moving to the organization church, you know what I'm saying, the construct of the business side, you know, when you have the mega churches involved and CCM kind of blending with the church scene, so many things get blurred. Um, I think it's an industry at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're hot, they embrace you. If you're not, they don't really care what you're talking about. And um, and that's unfortunate um, because there's a lot of artists that may, I want to say more talented than others, but some that have smaller platforms, um, but they have a genuine um, heart, you know, and they are, I believe, talented. Nah, get in your bag. Get in your bag, bro. Go go ahead and say I'm harder than half of these Christian hip hop artists. <laughs> oh my god, and they don't this support me that up. way. That's that's that is Byron's voice. That is his. That is his. Uh, um, his feel. Um, I honestly, man, for you know, for me, if if I'm gonna put myself in that position, like I've always just had, you know, y'all know me. I don't care. You know, what I'm saying like I'm I'm gonna do the best that I can do whenever I can do it. Um, and I just let that fuel me. You know, if I don't get a platform, I feel that I deserve. It's just going to make me work harder, you know, and that's how I've learned to take it in stride now. But I do believe there's a lot of artists that are unheard and unseen because they're not the hot, hot commodity at the time, yeah. you know. And I think a lot of those artists bring genuine messages that um, really need to be heard, you know. And, you know, I thank God for, like, God over money. Like, those guys are unashamed, you know, truly. You know what I'm saying? Truly unashamed. They out in the street. They out in the trenches, for real. Yeah. And they are literally using their music as a weapon against dark forces. You know, um, they are, they're like the, for me, they're like the Hogwarts of CHH. Like, they out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they out there, you know, uh, throwing the spells, fighting against Baltimore and all that. I know this is a whole left tangent, but that's just my analogy. They're, like, really out there. Um, but, you know, I think that's the two perspectives we have to look at, you know, yeah. just as a industry church, you know, depending on what the demand is, is just like a marketplace. Um, but the body of Christ, I think if it wasn't for the body of Christ, we wouldn't have CHH, you know, from where it started. Um, and my message to them, tell me when to stop, man. I don't want to talk off your whole podcast. No, you good. Um, but, um, you know, I think my message to those people um, is just to be, be be aware because at the end of the day, um, you know, God is everyone's manager. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He just uses people to, he just puts people in place. He delegates his management. That's all he's doing. So the moment that you think you have some type of power in the industry or the church, you know, that's when he reminds you of who the owner is mm. and you can be let go too. And, um, yeah, and I think that's why a lot of CHH has gone down a slope is because we've been focused so much on talent and not heart and accountability. Ooh. It's like, yeah, this dude is dope, but you didn't even ask him about his personal life. What? Do you remember back in the day, bro, like you wouldn't be able to get on stage unless people would like trust, you know, what you were doing, especially in Daytona. Yeah. Like we all knew each other on and off the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you knew what I struggled with in college, Ty, you know. So it's like, it made it that much more fun because it's like you're literally around family that know you in and out. And when you're talking, you can talk from both sides of the mirror. Yeah. Um, now it's just like, oh, he's dope. Oh, bars, bars, bars. I don't care about his afterlife. But right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it comes off. And, <laughs> you know, that's how it comes off. Yo, and this, this is Byron, by the way. Um, I would, you know, to that point, it seems like we are more willing to let go 
and let artists do whatever they want, feel whatever they want, say whatever they want for the sake of the artistry opposed to holding them accountable. And I say that because like Tana had a conversation a few weeks ago about mm-hmm. how artists talk about their sin and they don't even talk. They've gotten to the point, a lot of them have gotten to the point where they don't even talk about it from a sense of confessing it to God or wanting to be redeemed. But they talk about it yeah. as if it's like, cool. Yeah, as if it's cool. Like they want to relate to other people who are in sin, but they don't want to point to Jesus while they're in that sin, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like instead of brushing the sand off, you know, like let's say you fall in a pile of sand, instead of brushing it off, they use the sand to make a sandcastle. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like instead of confessing and providing some type of solution or an expression of conviction, they use it to sell. Yeah. You know, they use their sins to make sales. And um, yeah, that's dangerous. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's very dangerous because that causes complacency, um, which leads to backsliding. You know, and um, yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. Um, everything has become a business. And don't get me wrong, I'm about mine. I'm about my business too. But at the same time, like I, I don't ever forget, you know, the Lord, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like ever. Yeah. You know. And, and and he's real with it, y'all. Like y'all, y'all know we shout him out. We've shouted <laughs> him out a couple of times, but he's real with it. We've seen it. I've seen this brother. He has. He's showed me some stuff, you know, uh, back in the day, and stuff that stayed with me for a long time. And he and Ty have had some conversations that yep. have been very formative. And if you're looking for a brother who's gonna live it out, and he's gonna rap it out, yo, this is your guy. So. Bro, mm-hmm. shout out everywhere they can follow you. How can they pick up merch? Tell them about what you got going on, all of that. Well, first of all, hold on. Before we get to all of that, I remember your little comment you said about me leaving your church to <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> and I, I laughed, dog. Cause was I lying? Was so- no, you okay, weren't. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, I was laughing. I was like, bro, he right, bro. Hey, I, I ain't going to put the church out there. I know yeah. better than do stuff like that. But at I that will, time, though. like... Well, that's on you, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> at the, you know, they may they want to bring me up with a youth group, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, 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 no. We just recorded a, yep. a podcast you about that. We said about? no more youth groups. That, that's if exactly you want, if you about. want us, you better have us on Sunday morning. <laughs> we ain't doing that youth group stuff. What we look like? <laughs> hey, yeah, man. We joke about that. We joke about that. But that's like a really serious thing. And we talked about that in our last episode. Yeah. But I also want to add to the fact that I don't think it's coincidental that a majority of Christian hip hop artists are black. And they kind of push those black Christian hip hop artists to the youth group. And I've even mm-hmm. encountered that as a pastor. That like I know churches that'll be like, oh man, you're a, you're a pastor, blah blah blah. Can you come in and speak to our youth? I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm not just saying that, but like I'm not. I don't say that with pride, but right. I have to assess if you're just pushing me off to the youth because I'm more accepted amongst those younger minds than I would be to be in front of these older people to challenge them with the word of God. So. Yo, yeah. if you listening to this right now, you got Lamar Riddick, you got Ty, and you got me saying, don't settle for the youth group. Demand that you're going to be there on Sunday morning right before they take the offering. Shots fired. Beep, 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 beep. We don't got no shots. So, <laughs> hey. Oh, my goodness. But, bro. Yeah, I think, um, I think uh, when it comes to that stuff, man, um, I think 
there's two types of people. There's people that really want their kids to hear from someone that they can relate to, you know, because they don't know how to. Yeah. And uh, and I appreciate those people because they're trying to relate to the culture. They're trying to, and they tell me, like most of those people tell me what they're trying to do. Like, man, look, I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, what these kids relate to. You know, I know they like rap. And I'm like, yo, I appreciate that. Because now you told me straight up what the goal is. You're trying to use some music to get to these kids' hearts. I'm down for it. But other people, they got strategy. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's get, you know, let's get this type of guy here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I mean. Yeah. Let's get this type of guy here, and maybe he can just grab their attention. Mm. And it becomes this thing. Or selling tickets thing to get more people to come. You know, so it's just like, yeah. You know, and that's why we don't judge heart. You know what I'm saying? We just... We do. I've always told God, whatever platform you give me, I'm going to do 100%. Mm. I don't know the motives of others, but I can control my own. Um, and, you know, but anyway, so back to the, the um, <laughs> leaving the church because they're not preaching the gospel. <laughs> um, my friend uh, Randall, man, Randall Overa, yeah, I'm, I'm calling him out there. But I invited him one time and I was like, yo, man, come to this church with me. Um, I really like it. I met some cool people, whatever. Russell so he comes. Whack. He comes, he comes in there, and he's looking, and the whole time, he's just, like, ripping through the pastor, bro. Like, the whole time, he was just like, bro, bro he's not open his Bible. Bro, was like, I there? I don't know. I, I feel don't, like I, don't I remember this. Or maybe I'll just talk to you about it. I told you about it. I <laughs> definitely told you about it. But he was like, bro, he's not even, like, relating to the scripture, bro. Like, that doesn't say that in there anywhere. Like, and then afterwards, he's like, man, like, there are certain churches that teach prosperity. And at this time, I didn't really know what that was. Mm. And, you know, he told me, he's like, bro, it's like when they just basically sugarcoat the gospel, they only teach one side of it. Yeah. Like everything is your blessing. Everything is what you deserve and what you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and he was like, God don't owe us nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my boy. That's why he was my best friend. But like, we just kept it a hundred. And he was like, God owes us nothing. It's by his grace alone. And, and so once he opened my eyes to that, and I started searching myself and, you know, searching for myself in the scripture. I was like, bro, that's, that's it's true. I went back. Like, bro, nah, nah, I need to be somewhere I could be fed, bro, and, and grow and challenge, mm. you know? Yeah. And so that's when I had that conversation with you. You know, I was a firecracker back then, so I was more like just straight up, like, bro, your yeah. church is whack, dog. Like, I would just be straight up, I loved like, bro, it too. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm though. Like, Let me tell you from my side, right? So, yeah. you know, my side of it was crazy because um, when I met you, I wasn't that deep into the faith. I had really just come to the faith um, mm. maybe maybe like a few months before I met you. And wow. But I, although I was older, like I, w I hadn't been walking with Jesus that long. I was very familiar with the Bible um, just because mm. I like to read and just because I grew up in the church. But I didn't I wasn't a mature Christian. Um, they just handed me stuff very early. And, wow. um, you know, I remember us having that conversation and I think it. I think it was because I was checking in with you like, yo, bro, where you been at and blah, 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 or something like that. And you explained it to me. And I, I, I felt conviction at that moment because I had already realized that. Mm. But I was, I'm just going to be honest with you. And this is a lot of, a lot of people who are trying to get into ministry. This is their, their testimony. I sat around even after coming to that realization, because I felt like if I stay long enough, they'll give me an opportunity. They'll allow for me to, you know, walk into what I think I've been called to. And then I'll just get up out of it after I've, you know, got some reps or whatever. But yeah. I remember that conversation, bro. And I was convicted because I knew that it was true. 
and I felt bad because I was like, yo, I'm bringing other young people into this knowing good and well it's not food. Like, this is candy. This is not food. This is not... Uh, nobody's getting fed off of this. Nobody's growing uh, off of this particular way of teaching. Um, yeah. And not too long after that conversation, man, me and my wife did. We got up out of there, man. Um, so wow. shout out to you, man. I feel like the Lord used you in that moment um, to kind of kind of like double down on something he was already doing in my heart. And uh, bro, I I ain't gonna lie. There's not a time that I see you or think about you that I don't think about that. <laughs> because oh, for real? he just came out, bro. When I tell you, you just said that just like, he just dropped it. And I was just like, oh snap. Hey, I don't even know how I responded. I was just like, okay. You was like, I think you was like, you was like, I think you was like, like, what do you mean? Like, I think yeah. that's what you said. Like, what do you mean? I was like, but this is what I mean, bro. Yeah. Like, they're not, you know, like, I was just going in because I was serious about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, uh, like then I was really honed in, you know, to my faith, um, which I appreciate because that helps me a lot now. Um, you know, you get older and more responsibilities. Like, you don't have all the time to dive in as, as deep all the time. Yeah. But then, you know, it's like all my quote, uh, quote unquote friends are, you know, out clubbing and, you know, hooking up with girls and all this stuff. And it's like, bro, I'm just in the dorm. You feel me? Like, so either I can convert and go do what they doing and be one of those guys, or I can put time in my music and then reading the word. Mm. And that's what, that's what I did. And that's why every time I was around people, it just seemed like I was on one, but that's just like, you can't contain, you can't contain a flame that's been, that's been fanned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but no, nah, I'm, I'm glad God used me. In that situation, bro, you know what I'm saying? You've been a big inspiration. Both of y'all, you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all have been a big inspiration to me um, of just being a, a man of God and a man of your word, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, man. Hey, last thing I'm going to say about memories with, with uh, Lamar. Bro, <laughs> he performed at youth group one night, and I was on stage with him. Like, I was like hype man for him. And he was doing, you was doing, uh, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm on fire. <laughs> and then you did, um, you did, uh, what's the song called? Close? Is it Close? Or, what is it? Um, I got it on my phone. Something Come about on, like fashion. Fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fashion. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. did Fashion Next. Bro, that joke was dope, man. I had fun. I was a grown man, though. <laughs> That's from his first album. Yeah, man. I got it taking my phone right now. So, yeah, man. Oh, man. Shout out to you, bro. So, hey, this has now become He's the Pastor. He's the rapper. He's the other rapper. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Any Ty, you got anything else for for Riddick while he on? Nah. Well, just publicly, I I um I'm proud of you, bro. Um, with everything that you're doing, um, you've always been an inspiration to me. So keep doing what you're doing, um, and you know, you're gonna change the world one day with what you're doing. I mean, your whole thing is revived. So continue to re you know revive the culture. Keep doing what you're doing, and I appreciate what you're doing. So keep, keep rocking. Hey, thank you, man. Love you, bro. Love you too, bro. And if you ever yeah. want to uh, come down and be a part of a church <laughs> in Daytona Beach, we got <laughs> space for you. We got room for you. You look. I'm. I can look. You come down. I'll manage you. I'll promote you. Y'all can perform every week. You know what I'm saying? Every and, week. Yeah, every week. Look, look. You got a spot on staff. I can't. Pay, I can't pay you much. But you got a spot. Uh, he being so, real. I mean, hey, look, if you want to make something happen, we can make it happen. Now. You know, I know bro, you, they bro. told 
No cap, I will be in, probably in contact with you, Byrne, because um, I have actually never, I have not performed in Daytona since I was in college. Wow. Oh, let me let me call a cap on that, bro. We did a performance February nineteenth, twenty nineteen. Ooh. Cap. No, I'm talking about the heart of Daytona. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking you about You say Daytona. that. You said Daytona. Where was y'all at? Palm Coast? No, we did First Baptist. Oh, First Baptist. We we, we both did the show there. Hey, you know First There's Baptist movie, Orange. right? It's in Port Orange, though, right? No, it's in Daytona. Is it still in Daytona? I thought it was like it's, Port It's off of Tomoko Farms nah, Road. Yeah, they moved, they moved to the west of Daytona. Okay. Yeah, so nobody. So maybe I did. But I haven't done it like, you know, in the in the heart. Yeah. Where I got I, you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I went to school. We can might you know? we might be able to set something up. We got a we got a black party we're gonna do in August. Oh man, that's amazing. Well, let's talk <laughs> offline about it, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hold y'all stuff yeah. up about booking. <laughs> Shoot me a text, oh, man. Yeah. Shoot me a text. Hey, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out all your stuff, media. man. Yeah. Shout out your social media, social- bro. Okay, social media, yeah. Um, so thank y'all, man. My name is Lamar Riddick. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at uh, Lamar Riddick Music. And um, if you want to support and get merch, um, I believe in reviving the culture, and I believe that God has given everyone a gift that can revive somebody else's life, so don't forget your purpose. And you can get clothes, apparel, at www.revivecollectiveapparel.com. And um, appreciate y'all. I'm performing 2020 Summerfest, biggest Christian hip-hop concert in history in Los Angeles, California, September 17th, 2021, man. So... Be on the lookout for that. Yo, why did I know that? He was he been put, um, putting on Facebook like crazy. I'm surprised you ain't see it. I'm sorry, bro. I did not see it. I'm blaming it on that's the algorithm. algorithm, right there. <laughs> just, that's the algorithm. Y'all both said it too. Yeah, man. Hey, look, y'all support Lamar Riddick, man. This is our guy. This is somebody who we we personally know. We support. We love his music. So y'all go support him. Hey, uh, thanks for being on, bro. We love you. Hey, thank y'all, man. Love y'all too. All, All right, bro. bro. So I don't even know where we go from there. Bro, we got to edit that. Are we going to put all that out? Nah, look, I, how about we just say this? Oh, wait. This will be the part two to the episode we just recorded. So the episode we just recorded was about Christian hip-hop in the church or, or Christian artists and how they can have a better relationship. And I think we should either put that out that way or we can put it out just as a short episode being an interview with him. What you think? We still recording right now. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we definitely can't put that beginning half. Unless I don't think we can put this out. We, we no, we definitely put this episode though. Unless we do the interview and then that will the first half is just gonna be a short. It's supposed to be a long episode, but it is what it is. It could be a fifteen minute podcast. So if or we, we what we can episodes. do right now before we stop recording is we can restart as if we were rolling right into that. We can do that. All right. I just don't know what we were talking about before you. All right, so um, thank y'all for watching. You know, the, the snippet. I won't even say snippet, the interview with Lamar Riddick. That wasn't planned. It just happened like that. Yeah, man. It turned into a whole interview. But, um. Wow. <laughs> Yo, there's, <laughs> there's a spring on the microphone, and he just hit that mug. It's a. Yo, but go ahead. Your social media. Has yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, man. Hey, y'all already know I'm Byron L. Cogdale on everything. Um, man, make sure y'all follow me. But if you don't follow me, we'd love for you to follow Identity Daytona. And look, if you know anybody, 
I'm talking about anybody in Daytona. It could be an ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, your middle school, math teacher, whomever it is. Somebody who just stopping uh, for 30 minutes. Tell them about Identity Daytona because we're looking to grow this family of believers who's together on mission uh, in Midtown Daytona Beach. Follow us, Identity Daytona, on everything or visit us visit us at identitydaytona.org. What you got? Yeah, and um, you want to tell them about the campaign? We're going to do that another episode. We can tell them another episode. episode. Okay. Yeah, but love Daytona. All right, cool. And my name is Ty Van. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's at I am Ty Van. Um, you can follow the social media. You can follow the social media of the collective that I'm a part of. That's crew, the number four, Jesus, all one word. Um, I do have a song out now. It's on all streaming platforms. It's called I Apologize. Go stream that. Go buy it on um, iTunes. That really helps over streams. But if you can't buy physically, just go ahead and stream it. Play it for your boy. That's it. We out. Thank you, Lamar yeah. Reddit, for the shout out. Impromptu shout out interview. Reddick. We wasn't planning for, but thank you for that. He's a pass on the rapper podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>